Welcome everyone. Today we're going to be discussing selling, how to sell, why it's important, and just kind of give you guys some tips. Um, so for everyone listening, welcome. If you're a first timer to the Knowledge Boner podcast, we happy to have you here. I'm your host, Dylan Starr. I'm a co-host, Wally Wynn. Wally just got another mini boom with the client he already has today for his brother. So we got, we got Wally doing the sales action as well, crushing shit. Yep, selling for other people. Now that that's 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 whenever you start getting the magic is when you can sell for yourself, but then you can still sell for somebody else mm -hmm. too. That's the power. That's the power of whenever you become a good networker, right? And now you can start selling other people's services, and a lot of times they'll give you a kickback, right? So that's another way to make money on top of just making money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and and we know we discuss this. We're seeing firsthand um, in all the businesses we've been in just just how important sales is. I mean, it's everything, right? can't sell then you don't you can't you don't have a business so yep. um, it's just so crucial um what have you learned so far just from you know the past like six months of you know what advice you have that you kind of had since you've been growing like like how have you kind of leveled up your sales experience well first off is just so having that whole mindset switch and saying because i used to say in my head you know what man you're not a sales guy mm -hmm. like you're not good at this right? You're not like, you can't do this because it's not really in your personality, right? But even in the other businesses that I've worked in, you know, they, they would even say that to me, other people, like even my, my business partners, that kind of stuff, they'd be like, okay, like you're not a sales guy. So blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I just kind of took that as like, um, I just kind of took that at face value because oh, okay, that makes sense. Like I'm not very good at it, whatever. Um, but you know, making that mental switch and saying, you know, and then realizing, you know what, like as the, as the owner of my company, as the, you know, CEO operator, whatever you want to call it, the, the main driving force, you got to know how to sell shit because if you don't sell shit, there's no money coming to the bank account. I can make the best stuff ever. I can make the most advanced technology. I can make it do the most badass shit. But if I can't sell it, then it's a worthless piece of junk and it's not a business. True. It's interesting you say that too. Like uh, I was watching an uh, interview today from uh, Grant Cardone and he was interviewing Ryer, uh, sorry, Ryan Serhant who has his book, Sell It Like Serhant. And for those listening in, if you don't know him, he is pretty much the top broker in all of New York, which, as you can imagine, that's a pretty fucking amazing accomplishment. And he has the show, I think it's called like Millionaire Listings, uh, his own TV show. And it was interesting during the interview, he's talking about like how he, he used to be, he wanted to be an actor. And he spent like two years trying to get acting gigs and like just rejection after rejection after rejection. And then finally, someone introduced him to real estate. And then one thing he said that that really excited him, because Grant's like, you know, how did you crush everyone's face? And he's like, well, first of all, he loved the fact knowing that when he got rejected in real estate, that it had nothing to do with like age. Like it wasn't because I was too young. It, it wasn't because I was, you know, too tall or not tall enough or my facial features, right? Because he's like in acting, what people don't realize is like, when you get rejected for an acting gig, a lot of it has to do with like your fucking appearance, like shit you cannot control. So when he saw real estate, he's like, wait a second. Like my looks have nothing to do with like the outcome of my success. Like it's just, it, it's just literally um, just rejections of being like, oh, it's just not the right time for us right now. He's like, I can accept that. So the rejection like that he received from sales and real estate was just way different than that and and he brought up a good point he's like all selling is is just assuring somebody what they already know and at the end of the day when you purchase something 
um, you know, you have that uncomfortable feeling. You're like, oh shit, like did this happen? But then you wake mm-hmm. up knowing that like you're not stressed because you have that product. So you're really, you're really buying, uh, getting out of a situation that you're in, right? That's all selling is. Um, and, and he brought a lot of good points to that. And, you know, just kind of having that pressure on you as well. Um, so I, I thought that was a really interesting interview. And um, for those that are listening in, just know that, uh, I mean, I don't know, Wally, did you ever feel like you couldn't do sales because of your age? Like when you first kind of tied up in those thoughts, like was it was age a factor in your mindset? No, I don't, I don't think age was a factor at all for me. I think it was more like, uh, you know, personality. Mm-hmm uh kind of kind of kind of traits more like more like that because you know i i'm not exactly like i was before what i mean by that is like it's like now I, you see me i'm more animated i have like a lot of energy right but uh before like you know back you give me like you know three four years in the past i was kind of like not really not energetic but just kind of chill you know what i mean like chill personality not very uh not very like outspoken right not very whatever just kind of like I'm gonna, I'm gonna call myself bland for lack of a better term right and, and really like have, having that first out, it's hard to, it's hard to be, it's hard to sell stuff like that. Right. Because, you know, to, you know, people will fall, probably fall asleep in the middle of your sale instead of them actually paying attention to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, let's kind of give some, let's give like three really key things that comes to like somebody listening that wants to be able to sell increase, whether it's increasing their confidence or just kind of tips and advice. Um, and I, I know we've talked about some of these things before, but uh, we can kind of dive in a little deeper. And gosh, honestly, I'm going to say number one is value. Um, you don't have to be salesy. Like so many people, they, when they hear the word sales, they think like a smooth talker, you know, car guy, um, just telling people what they want to hear. And that's not it at all. Like, in fact, those are the people that aren't selling. <laughs> so uh number one is just like you, whatever it is that you're selling especially if you believe in your product or your service you just have to be able to just let them see the value in it and it's just all about value so what you know what 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 kind of tips do you have because I, I know you've you've gotten like just a new client you just sold something for your brother um how did you kind of let the prospect uh being your client just see the value in like you know your brother uh well yeah it, it, it's honestly you know, it, it's just about understanding their needs, right? And so, and well, w- w- one thing that's also is, is you're, whenever you give somebody a referral, you're a reflection of that referral. So, so if that client, you know, they view you like super awesomely, right? They think that you're the shit, then anybody you give them as a referral, they're going to buy it by nature, like kind of pass off those feelings to them too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely what was in play here. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that, that, that's kind of, you know, what the situation as far as, as far as how that kind of happened. Right. It was just, you know, hey, I saw a need and I was like, hey, by the way, I can recommend a guy that'll fix that exact problem for you. And then he was like, okay, when can you show up? And then, you know, I brought him over there and then it was done. Right. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Cool. So you, you, you dove into his needs. Right. And then that's kind of where the value is. Basically, you filled it and he found it valuable. Um, Right. Exactly. So let's, let's dive into um, price what what price. what kind of um how'd you guys come up with the price for the the service um you know, that you think our brother did you bring it up did he bring it up or you just kind of mutual agreement how did you get it Yo, that, well that's that's a good question actually i didn't do the price at all i i let that i let that handle be between them two mm-hmm. 
uh, my job is only to get him there, right? And and to put it in front of them, and then you know, and fix the problem, right? And then whatever whatever that that number was at that point is you know what it was paid right then and there. See, the good thing about this particular guy, he's actually you know one of those kinds of people that signs checks on the spot, right? And those are the best kinds of clients to work with. <laughs> and knowing and folks listening, you don't know uh, Wally's brother. His name's Fung, and I know his personality, especially with him being in like uh, construction. So he's very direct. I can only imagine Funk saying like, oh, that's all you need shit. I, I'll do that for 500 bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can only imagine that's pretty much how the conversation went. And, uh, and boom, like, that's it. Just, just not having that fear of, of being able to, to ask for the price. Right. I think that's, that's so that holds a lot of people back uh, is when a number pops. Yeah. They're just afraid to go for the ask. Uh, so I think that's crucial. So Okay. I agree with that. No, absolutely. That, that, that's the, that's the biggest thing. I mean, think about it. Like, um, you know, the difference between, I mean, the, technically there is no difference from like a voice standpoint, but like mentally you, when you're asking for $10,000 versus $1,000, right. You, that, like your, your brain is in way different spots. Like, like you have to be very calm and composed to be able to convince yourself that, you know, I mean, to be able to ask for that amount of money. Right. I mean, you have to practice that. Like you got to get in the mirror and be like, the price is $10,000 and like, make sure you say it with a straight face without like trying to cry or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the good news is it doesn't take, it takes zero more effort to ask for 10 K than one K like the efforts. That's true. Um, so that that's, that's the good thing about when it comes to price. And so number one guys is, is obviously value finding their needs. And number two is you, you have to ask, like you just have to ask for the sell. You have to ask for the price. Um, any smart business owner, especially like they get it. Like if it's something they feel like they'll negotiate, they're not just going to flat out be like, no. I mean, if, if it's not something extreme, you could get a rebuttal, which is okay. But number two, you, you just have to ask. And it's amazing. And like, like selling comes down to anything guys. Like even if you're asking for a girl's phone number, like that is selling, you're selling, you're trying to get her number, you, but you're never going to know. Even if they say no, who cares? You have to ask. If you don't ask, you're never going to fucking get it. Like it's impossible. You have 0% chance. So it's crucial that you're not afraid to ask. And number three, um, I like to say this is uh, super crucial. I'm training people on our team right now on this um, that I'm seeing is, is a really big issue, but control. Control is key. Like not letting them go on like tangents and not let them be the ones asking the questions. So um did you kind of run into anything like that, Wally, with your prospects um, where they just kind of, you know, just kept asking like a lot of questions, getting you talking and you had to re- redirect and regain control or, or why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that, that happens a lot, you know, it, you know, anytime you, you have a prospect, like, I mean, this is, this is experience from, from sales. I didn't close, but I, but I can come from hindsight and say, you know, what I did right and what I didn't do right. Right. Um, so one in particular, I got, I got on the phone with this guy and, um, and yeah, so, you know, we, the, the conversation started off perfectly, right? You know, he asked, you know, he, I redirected him, he asked me about price and I was like, well, what do you, what are your needs and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> we go through the conversation and basically I lose it completely because I, I asked the wrong question or, or I think I asked the wrong question and he goes on a complete side tangent for about 15 minutes, <laughs> right? So it turns, so, so it turns my call uh, from, from, you know, initially, you know, the, from about five minutes in. And then I, you know, I, I accidentally, you know, deter him for about 15 minutes. So now the call's like 20 minutes long and we haven't really gotten to the, the real meat and potatoes yet. You know what I mean? So, um, 
but letting him go on that side tangent, it kind of got him distracted about, you know, the, you know, why were you on the phone to begin with? Right. And so I remember having to, to kind of direct him again and you're like, okay, you know, we're talking about the bot and all that stuff. Right. And so basically the, the end result of that call was, was send me a proposal. Hmm. And we all know what that means. Right. Which is basically, no, just don't waste your time sending it. But <sighs> so uh, guys, there was a, guys, there was a small edit right there. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put this part in. Just know that I went on, I did, I lost control. <laughs> so I went on a side <laughs> tangent. So I had to re-edit this anyway. So <laughs> what happened? So I, anyway, I lost control of the call completely. And so he basically gave me a proposal. He said, oh, he, at the end of the call, he said, hey, send me a proposal, which basically means no. Right. So I think, you know, in, in hindsight, had, had I done better about controlling the call, like not letting him get off side tangent, making sure he was on the straightest line, you know, to the sale. Right. Um, I think I, I think I would have been able to close that actually, you know, get him to sign immediately, you know, PayPal, whatever. Um, but because I didn't maintain control and I let him get distracted, uh, I think I lost the sale because of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you mentioned straight line. And just to give you guys some advice and some tips, there's a really good book um, called, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, he goes over his straight line method. Highly recommend the read um, uh, or the the audio, wh- whichever, if you like or listen to audio. But if you... Um, I would highly recommend the audio because yeah. he actually does the tonality yep. and all the voice, all the things you need to listen and like you need to be aware of that you can't get in the book. Right. Yeah. The audio is amazing. Right. So if you guys find the audio uh, or listen to it, I don't even know if it's on YouTube or something like that. Maybe it is. But um, highly recommend it, guys. Um it, it'll help tremendously with sales and, um, you know, always like to give some value bombs. Anytime we, we, we read stuff, we'll, we'll share that with you guys as well. Um, so, so yeah, the, there's kind of the big three things is definitely, uh, value, um, asking, and then as well controlling. And, you know, if you master those guys, if you can just really get good at that, and keeping control, making sure that you're hitting what they need and the value with the right questions. Cause just like, well, I said, you ask the wrong question. I mean, it'll, it'll fuck you over <laughs> big time. Like they'll go way off to the moon. Um, and you're, you're going to struggle pulling them back. It happens to all of us. Uh, and then, but the last thing is the bonus guys is just practice. It's just experience. You're never going to get good at selling unless you first own it. Don't be afraid to call yourself a salesman. Like, that's one thing I, I was so happy that I listened to Ryan Serhant preach about was that, like, you know, he calls himself, like, yeah, he's a celebrity guy now, but he's like, I'm in, you know, I'm a broker salesman, like salesman. Like, people are always like, oh, no, that you should be like, you know, you're the director or you're the owner. He's like, no, like, I'm a salesman. I do sales. Like, I don't, I don't make all this money without selling. And he's like, I'm not afraid to say it. And he's like, if you have in the back of your mind that that's a bad thing you're not comfortable saying that you're in sales then good fucking luck so that's coming from a very very welcome wealthy individual guys so don't be afraid to to own it right well you got to own what you do oh yeah absolutely not not well i I don't care anymore i I hit the i hit the fuck it button a long time ago and i've been (laughs) i've been you know all salesy ever since (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so uh, hopefully that was valuable for you guys. If you are thinking about, you know, being in sales, doing your own business, uh, hopefully that'll just kind of make things easier for you. want to give you guys as much value as we possibly can. Of course, that's what the Knowledge Boner podcast is all about. And thank you so much for tuning in on this Tuesday. We will catch you guys on tomorrow's episode. Uh, make sure that you check out all the links below. Check out our leads, closing sales, Facebook group, guys. 
Um, if you're brand new to the podcast and you've never heard us mention that, listen to the previous episodes. But meanwhile, I do have a free Facebook community called Leads Closing Sales. Search it up on Facebook. Um, just click to join. There's three quick questions you have to answer. You come into the group. Uh, we post all of our booms whenever it comes to us getting sales ourselves. So you get to see firsthand what it is that we are doing. And we also share tips and advice and huge gold nuggets with that group. So it's all about our way of giving back to you guys, being able to give you tips and advice and help you with getting leads, closing deals and improving your lifestyle plus your business. So definitely check out the Facebook group. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Wally, do you have anything to end it on? Nope. Go sell shit. Go sell shit. <laughs> Let's catch you guys tomorrow. <laughs>